Hey friends, it's Ellen Olson Brown with the Sun in My Face podcast. There are two sports that I often use as metaphors. One is tennis and um, one is surfing. And tennis I often use as a metaphor for interactions between two people where um, if the skill level is not evenly matched, it's not really satisfying for the people on either side, especially for the more skilled member of the duo, right? Who has to kind of, in a way, like dumb down their game or wait for the other person to get the serve across or... um, That just seemed like a truth to me. And yet, I've not picked up a tennis racket probably since I was like eight. I probably took three tennis lessons. I've never really played a game of tennis in my life, but this is just my my kind of understanding of how it might work. I've played a fair amount of ping pong. I'm not sure if that exactly maps onto it. Um, Surfing, I also, I mean, I've body surfed like on like a boogie board, but I've never, have I stood up on a paddleboard? I briefly stood up on a paddleboard. Did I? Yeah, I feel like I very briefly did on the Great Salt Lake on a very windy day when there were little sand flies all over the place. I think we were supposed to go paddleboarding and maybe we like started to And then uh, it just was like not going to happen. So we ended up going out in kayaks and it was awful. It was, it was like too cold, too windy. And honestly, there were these like a plague of flies just all over everything. But so I've never really surfed before. I think the boogie boarding is, you know, like the kind of riding a half surfboard in on New England, very chilly, relatively small waves. I guess I did that in other places too. But anyway, I've never stood up on a surfboard and like caught a wave and rode it in. But it's also a metaphor I really like to use for the feeling of um, kind of a thrilling knowing that you have your balance and you're riding some kind of speed and momentum in a way that is both feels right and feels thrilling at the same time. And... um, yeah, so that's another metaphor that I really like to use. And uh, okay, and now is a third one with the thing that I want to talk to you about tonight. I have never gone rock climbing in my life. I've been at playgrounds that have like the little grippy wall that you can climb up. And I probably did it, you know, 16 years ago when my kids were five. I was goofing around with them. But like I've never been strapped into you know, the harness and been had ropes tied to me. I don't think I have. I mean, I would remember it, right? Um, Okay. And yet I want to use that as a metaphor. I want to think about like going to a climbing gym and um, what I want to use it as a metaphor for is setting boundaries around um, the holiday season, And by boundaries, I mean saying no to whatever you want to say no to, letting people know um, what you would like to have happen. I mean, I guess that's kind of a, not exactly, well, I guess, I mean, boundary has the sense of kind of uh, maybe, you know, do not cross this line, 
but maybe it's also saying, please approach this line. Like this line would be a really good, this area right here would be a really good place for you to be. Um, uh, opting out, acting however you want to act in a given situation, like basically treating your own sense of what you want and need, what brings you joy, what keeps you healthy, what makes you feel good in your own body and mind, letting that be as much a driving force, if not more a driving force than the, all the expectations around you and giving yourself the, the, uh, permission to experiment with different ways of doing things. You know, if everything's going great for your holidays, if the whole thing is just a flip and joy ride, then I hope you have fun. But if there are, you know, areas that make you feel itchy and allergic and uh, give you blisters and leave you always like getting in your car and complaining or raging or, you know, whatever it is, then maybe some changes. And here's how the climbing metaphor comes in to play. I was just thinking, and again, like know that I've never done this before, but in terms of setting boundaries and trying to be healthy for myself in ways that are not always welcome, um, have not always been easily understood by the people I was setting the boundaries with and actually are often immediately challenged by the people who I'm setting boundaries with. Um, I and my husband, it's something that we both have really worked hard on and feel great about. I kind of feel like we actually have climbed El Capitan. Like it is, it, it's not that we're not scared. It's not that we don't sometimes know where to find a toe hold or a finger hold, but I do know that we can do it. And the view from the top is full of perspective and a feeling of accomplishment and joy and knowing that we did something that um, was really good for us in a lot of ways. However, uh, so I'm always like, yeah, set the boundaries. It's still super hard for me. It's not like people who climb El Capitan are like, yeah, whatever, it's just a walk in the park. It's still really hard for them. Um, but if if you've never been a person who set boundaries or like you've always been the easy breezy person who kind of sucks it up and does everything that everybody around you wants you to do and then ends up you know, getting strep throat at the end of the holidays or just feeling completely wrung out or sad or, you know, whatever it is. Um, I would first, if I was teaching you, like have you play on a not very vertical, maybe a scrambling wall. Is that something? I know boulder scrambling is something. Um, and then like ease you in little by little so that you could get a little bit of height so that you start to build some finger strength. You might get blisters along the way. You might fall along the way. There might even be an injury. But you don't start, like knowing that I can climb the El Capitan of setting boundaries and maintaining them for myself doesn't mean I would ever take anybody on El Capitan for their first climbing run. It's I really do feel like it's a learned skill and it's also like a, an acquired taste in a way. I, I still have plenty of areas where I have to like learn to do a better job saying no and sticking up for what I need and being true to myself and 
not just doing what's easy in the moment, but doing what's going to leave me available to do the kind of being in the world that I want to do later. So I guess I'm just saying, if I can do it, you can do it. Um, Maybe start with something small this year if you feel like boundaries need to be set, you know, whether it means not staying an event as long as you normally would or picking one thing that actually doesn't make you very happy and not doing it or doing gifts in a different way or, you know, handling New Year's Eve in a different way or whatever it is, not talking about, insisting on not talking about certain things with people, with certain people. Um, Anyway, just that's what I want to say. Um, feel free to set some boundaries or at least to think about it this year. Look for places maybe this year where you could and then maybe 2022 is the year that you finally say, um, you know, I don't know. I'm not, I don't even know what I want to say that like would not be the thing that you would want to do. But um, anyway, boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. So good and you can do it. Uh, My recommendation for tonight is I'm reading a book. It's called The Hospital. It's by Brian Alexander. And um, I'm finding it both alarming and troubling and also in some way like reassuring that there's good people in the world trying to do good things in a complicated system. Very much enjoying it. I feel like it reads like a super long New Yorker article Um, which to some people is the kiss of death and to other people is uh, like, you know, a magnet. So um, yeah, that's my recommendation. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.